Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Somebody's actually going to trade for Deshaun Watson right now. It is Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. It's Chris Carlin and Booger McFarland today. Filling in for Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance, and all guests appear via the Goodyear Hotline. Booger, what's going on, man? All's well, buddy. How we doing? We're doing outstanding. We got so much to get into with this Watson trade. I can't wait to talk about this. And you can be a part of Greeny Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, ESPN Nation, presented by Dr. Pepper. College football heating up, and fans are hyped. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one Fans deserve. Booger, I-, I need somebody to explain to me just exactly how that you could potentially make a trade right now for Deshaun Watson. Let's hear from Adam Schefter first on the fact that there are some rumors that are heating up that this could get done sooner rather than later. And the Houston Chronicle reported yesterday that Deshaun Watson could be traded by the end of this week, possibly into next week with the Miami Dolphins. I think this is just a continuation of talks and discussions that we've heard about dating back to this summer. How many times have we heard it's close? How many times we've heard it could happen? It hasn't happened. It still could happen. And the real difference now is that the NFL trade deadline is 12 days away. Tuesday, November 2nd. So as that day draws closer and closer. Naturally, you're going to hear more and more discussion about Deshaun Watson. The Dolphins denied the talk yesterday. Obviously, there's something going on out there. So we'll continue to monitor the Deshaun Watson situation as he continues to face allegations from 22 civil lawsuits regarding sexual harassment and inappropriate behavior. Well, Booker, that's that's it for me right there. You kind of don't know where you stand here. How can you make a trade right now for Deshaun Watson? Well, because he's one of the best five quarterbacks in the NFL. And, and I think that if, if you're the Miami Dolphins, if, if you're the Philadelphia Eagles, if you're the Denver Broncos, those are the teams that have been rumored to be interested in Deshaun Watson. And you've seen what you have on your team currently right now, especially down in Miami with Tua, uh, the, the injury history, him coming back, not looking so great this past weekend. And we know the infatuation that Miami has for our, for a star quarterback that they haven't had in a long, long time. So, yeah, I understand and I get it, and I'm very, very sensitive to the civil allegations out there. But those are just allegations until we can get more information. And it sounds like Miami and a couple of other teams are comfortable with where those allegations in the civil lawsuit stands that the trade rumors are at the very minimum starting to heat up. Okay, so with that in mind, though, when you look at this, Booger, I, I can't – really reconcile the idea that if you're comfortable with it, you must have some sort of a concept about where it's headed, yet we have not gotten any any indication, and that to me is why it's so hard to give up considerable assets for it. I don't think they're going to get anywhere near what they were talking about, three first-round picks and players and such for them, but even giving up two first-round picks, those kind of assets just... This feels like entirely too big of a risk right now for somebody that, if this all goes south, could not potentially not play for you. Completely disagree, and, and here's why. Um, I think the biggest thing we have to look at is this, and I'm going, going on what I know now. As of now, we have no criminal charges. Mm-hmm. So, you know, playing a, playing a lawyer or, or, or a judge on the radio is probably going to get me in trouble, but let's just try this. If there are no criminal charges then to me, 
that says that we're not in line for jail time. Okay, let's break this down to another level. So from a civil civil standpoint, um, what ultimately civilly can and will happen? Now we're talking about financial considerations from Deshaun Watson and his camp toward all the victims in the 22 lawsuits. So we're talking basically in layman's terms so people can understand. To my knowledge, we're talking writing a check to settle these civil lawsuits at some point. Because ultimately, if it's not criminal, then it's civil. And civil leads to some sort of repercussions, which ultimately is money. So now, if he, makes, if, if he pays the money and makes restitution with all of these people, he's probably going to get some type of suspension from the NFL. Is that going to be six games, eight games, a year? However long it is, he's going to come back and play football at some point. And when he comes back, he's still going to be 27, 28 years old, and his skills probably are not going to be, have been eroded that much. So he's going to be a quarterback that's still, let's just say they've eroded a little bit. He's still top 10 quarterback in football. And for a franchise that, haven't had, that hasn't had one of those since uh, Dan Marino, you got to think that Stephen Ross and, and, and the owners down there, they are, they are hell-bent on getting a franchise quarterback because their defense is pretty good now. Uh, you have some decent skill position players. You get your franchise quarterback, and you can continue to build your team out. So I, I completely disagree if and when he does get traded. I think it's a minimum for two first-round picks because I don't think you're looking at a guy, when we talk about the risk, okay, what's the worst-case scenario based on what we know now? Based on what we know now, this is all civil. Now, if it turns criminal, obviously that's a whole different ball game. Mm-hmm. But based on what we know now, it, this is all civil, which I don't think that, or I do think the risk and the reward favor the Miami Dolphins or whoever makes this trade right now. See, th- that's where it, it kind of gets a little bit dicey for me. This is Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. If you're going to do that, based on what we know now, like that could change in a week or two. Yes, there there is you're you're 100% right. If it goes to uh, a criminal situation that obviously changes it drastically, but that possibility still exists. It's still they have not ruled out that that could happen. So that's where I can't really get away from it right now. And then Booger, here's the other question for me. How do you sell it to your fan base right now? How do you how do you sell giving away what could be potential major assets for somebody that has, you know, these allegations, and you're right, they're allegations. The problem is there are so many of them that it piles up. That that seems to me to be a tough sell to your fan base. Yeah, it could be a tough sell, and and, and fortunately for me, that's not my job to sell it mm-hmm. to my fan base. <laughs> I, I think if, if, if you're Chris Greer and you're the GM or whoever uh, team we're talking about and you're their GM, you're going to have to figure out how to sell it. Ultimately, it comes back to this. When my talent supersedes uh, any issues that I have, then that player is worth whatever the issues that I have to deal with. Okay, so Deshaun Watson, if he were a bottom third quarterback, if he were quarterback X that were 34 years old... We wouldn't be talking about it. We <laughs> wouldn't be discussing him. Yep. But he's, he is one of the best five quarterbacks in the world. Okay, let that sink in. Mm-hmm. I didn't say America. I said the world. He's one of the best five in the world. So I think any organization who realizes that if and when I can win a championship, it changes the dynamic of my franchise. It changes changes the d- dynamic of what we can do when it comes to selling tickets, uh, stadiums. I'll give you a prime example. I live in Tampa. Tampa was kind of a, 
uh, just living in mediocre land with Jameis Winston. In comes Tom Brady, and immediately the stadium is sold out. All the suites are sold out for five to seven years. Ticket prices have gone up. This town is booming, and it's off of one guy. And that one guy is the quarterback. And I'm not saying that Deshaun Watson is Tom Brady, and wherever he goes, he's going to win a championship. But here's what I am saying. I'm saying Deshaun Watson is one of the five best quarterbacks in America. And he will give you an opportunity to change your franchise. It'll change your town. It'll change everything involved in your organization. And I think when it comes to an owner, and an owner can't resist himself seeing, A, the accolades, the parade, but also seeing the economic boost in in my town, in my city. I think a lot of owners, not all, and I'm not saying all, Mm -hmm. because some have came out and said that they're, they're just not willing to do that, but a lot of owners are willing to take that chance. It, that was Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. But what about the other side of this? We get to that in a sec. Greeny is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance is proud to support veterans with its annual Keys to Progress vehicle giveaway program. Now celebrating nine years of donating vehicles, helping veterans in need. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. What does all of this say about Tua Tonga-Vailoa, and what does his future hold? We'll get to that in just moments. Chris Carlin, Booger McFarlane, in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Sean Watson still plenty of pending legal issues for him. But again, according to John McClain at the Houston Chronicle, the Texans and the Dolphins could have a Deshaun Watson deal done this week. The Dolphins have lost five straight. This is, again, football deciding everything above all else. What does all this say for two and very much? It's Chris Carlin, Booger McFarlane in today for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide. You can get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for only $299. No contract, all on America's best network. Straight Talk Wireless, 5G capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. Look, Booger, he's not an MVP candidate. I get it. But it's not the fault of Tua Tungavailoa that the Dolphins have lost five straight. Their defense has not been very good this year. They're giving up 30 points a game. They're giving up a ton of yards. They can't run the football. I don't think Tua's been awful. I don't think he's been great, and I can understand wanting to make the trade to go and get Deshaun Watson, but are you out on Tua? I've never been in, to be honest okay, with you. Okay, there you go. Um I'm not a big believer in small dudes playing the quarterback position. So, uh, like, Kyler Murray had to really prove to me that he can get it done. A five foot eight, five foot nine quarterback that can get it done in the National Football League. 
that's an anomaly. That's not the norm. Tua is, is a, a hair of a six foot, um, injury prone a little bit, um, really doesn't. I mean, he, he's he's an athlete, but he's not what I would call a mobile quarterback that I worry about him pulling the ball down and going 30 or 40 yards. So what can Tua do? Tua's got to be pinpoint accurate. Tua's got to push the ball down the field. Uh, that was a knock on him coming into this season. Mm-hmm. Were you going to do more than throw the check down? I mean, I'm 43 years old. I feel like I can catch a snap and throw a check down. <laughs> you know, I, seriously. I, I mean, so if you're going to be the NFL quarterback, you got to be amongst the big boys, man. Like, you got to be... Josh Allen, you got to be Mahomes, you got to be Rodgers. Those boys throw that football down the field. Josh Allen is looking touchdown to check down. Aaron Rodgers is looking touchdown, and then he comes back to check down. Tua looks check down, and let me get the ball hell out of the hell out of my hands so I can move on. So, yeah, I can understand why Miami is fascinated by Deshaun Watson because it's it, it, it's it's almost as if you are. You're in high school, and I'm going to take you back to your days in high school, Carlin, when mm. you were, you know, back in the early 1970s. <laughs> and, you know, you were dating a young lady, and you were like, wow, man. you really I, got no concept of what was going on. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, you were, you were dating a young lady, your first girlfriend, and you thought, man, life is great. I got my first girlfriend. She kissed me on the jaw. I'm writing love letters. I'm staying, I'm staying up all at night on the phone, falling asleep, and then... About two weeks later, you see another young lady, and man, she is smoking to the point that you forget about the first one you've been talking to for the last two weeks. That's kind of what Miami is going through. They got Tua, and then they heard Deshaun Watson may be available. They have forgotten about Tua. Their eyes are focused on Deshaun Watson. And and guess what, Colin? The new one that you saw after two weeks, she's got a nice little sundress on, okay? And, you know, when the wind blows – she looks very, very attractive to you. And so you're, I mean, you're all in. Two first-round picks, three first-round picks, <laughs> whatever it takes, you are going all in. And guess what? When the girl that you're dating says, hey, what about me? You're like, you know what? Hey, we had a good run. We did some good things together. Uh, you're a great girl. You're going to do great things in life. Probably just not with me, though. So uh, to kind of put it in a real-life situation, I think that's what the Dolphins are going through. When they have Tua, yeah. Could they be satisfied? Sure. But they realize that there is a whole lot better fish out there, and they want one of them. I, I appreciate the fact that you put me in that discussion where you did, but let's be honest, I'm Tua in that discussion. Let's bring, <laughs> let's bring in Damian Woody, who joins us right now to discuss this more on the Goodyear Hotline, making the plays that move you forward. Goodyear, more driven. Damian, Chris Carlin, Booger McFarlane, uh... I guess the is first Booga, question is Booga out here giving relationship advice. Uh, I mean, for the Dolphins, yes. Sun, sun dresses and, and, and falling asleep on the phone. <laughs> What's going on right now? D Woods, you remember back in high school, man, you know, the first girlfriend you got, you know, you talking to her on the phone, it was, hey, okay, you get off. No, you get off. And, and y'all sit there and fall asleep on the phone because you were so in love with her. And then D Wood, it's amazing how that's the first one. But then you met the one that really got your heart. Oh, things change. And I think that's what's going on right now between Miami and Tua. They're infatuated with Deshaun Watson, your take. Listen, I, I think uh, I, I think this is not going away. You know, Boog, you know what, what the saying is, where there's smoke, there's fire. We've been talking about these, these two periods now for a while. And I think that, you know, 
what you see what's going on in Miami right now. Miami coming off a 10-win season last year. They're 1-5 this year. All of a sudden, there's chatter about Brian Flores and, hey, you know, what the hell is going on with the Miami Dolphins? We expect this team to take the next step forward this year, and that clearly hasn't been the case. And so sometimes, you know, like you said, Boog, you know, you get in a situation like this, your eyes tend to wander. Mm-hmm. And you got this, this you got the Sean Watson out here, and I think we can all agree that speaking strictly on the football field, Deshaun Watson's a top five quarterback. Mm. There's no question about that. And so, yes, we know that the off the field stuff gotta be resolved. But one thing we know about football, winning cures all. Fan bases at the end of the day just wanna win. So if you can get if you can get Deshaun Watson in the fold, if you're Miami, who is you know, Deshaun Watson more is a more known commodity than Tua. Man, I think I think they might pull the trigger on that one. Damian Woody joining us right now on the Goodyear Hotline. Chris Carlin, Booger McFarlane in for Greeny today. But this is my problem, Damian. There are those things that are still lingering on the outside that all of these issues that are civil at the moment, we don't know if they're going to turn criminal or not, but there are a lot of them. And that, to me, is where I struggle with giving away massive, massive assets for my organization to take that big of a risk. If you were the Dolphins right now, would you make this trade? Me personally, I wouldn't because it's just too much of an unknown um, with the Sean Watson situation. I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of, there's a lot of resolution that has to have, that has to have with, you know, everything that's going on in his situation. When you talk about compensation for, a guy who's a top five quarterback who's in his prime. He's like, what, 26, 27 years old. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a massive amount of compensation that's going to be coming, you know, the Houston Texans way. If I'm Miami, can I do that right now? I, I just, me personally, I just couldn't do that right now, but I understand the temptation of it all. Yeah, D. Wood, he's 26 years old, and I, and I think that. Uh, although the price would lower a little bit. Like early on, we were talking three first-round picks, two players, a total compensation package of five assets. I think right now, if you're the Houston Texans and you, you know what you know right now, uh, Davis Mills hasn't looked bad, by the way. Just just throw it mm-hmm. out there. He hasn't looked bad. Former five-star quarterback. So he's got talent. On. I think my, if Miami offered two ones and a player, they could have Deshaun Watson. So you, you're telling me that you would, you would not be willing to take the risk to get a top five quarterback for two ones and a player to be named later. Now, now under that scenario, Bug, I might have to pull the trigger on that. Because here's what I'm going to say. Here's what I'm going to say. Say, for instance, even if Deshaun Watson is suspended, you're going to get him back at some point. Mm-hmm. And when you do, he's still in his prime under contract for years, and he's one of the best quarterbacks in the National Football League. So you got to look at it and say, okay, is it worth it to, to, even if he's suspended, is it worth it to give up compensation knowing that at some point he's going to be free and clear and we're going to have the quarterback position solved for years to come? That's something that the Miami Dolphins – 
got to weigh heavily about. Damian Woody joining us on the Goodyear Hotline. Damian, with all of this in mind, I do think it's interesting that this comes out now a little bit in advance of the trade deadline with the idea of trying to get some other teams who maybe had dropped out of this, like the Philadelphia Eagles or maybe even the Washington football team, more interested in trying to get this done, trying to get it to heat back up again. Do you think the most likely scenario is Miami, or could it be somewhere else? Do you think it's a better fit somewhere else? Uh, man, listen, we know that you know the Miami Dolphins have assets. The Philadelphia Eagles have even more assets. Mm-hmm. Um, Miami makes a lot of sense, man. It really does. Miami makes a lot of sense. Uh, for for Deshaun Watson, but uh, let me let me say this all. Let me say this also. If you're the Washington Football Team, can you? Where are you going with Taylor Heineke or Ryan Fitzpatrick? Nowhere. Where exactly are you going? You're not going anywhere. And so, they have pieces. They have pieces on offense. Could you imagine a Deshaun Watson in Washington? Boy, that that now you talk about an upgrade. That would be a major upgrade. The only question is, with everything that's going on with Washington football team, do they want to add another layer as far as what Deshaun Watson is going through to what's already happening with the Washington football team? I think we've seen there, there are times where the Washington football team doesn't care about what, what the perception is <laughs> more than anything else. Uh, I want to turn it a little bit toward tonight for a second, and I'm interested to get both of your takes on this. We've got the Broncos and the Browns tonight. No Baker Mayfield tonight. Are the Browns in a little bit of danger right here with where they are in contending for a Super Bowl, D-Wood, that maybe their window is not – as wide open as many might think it is? Well, listen, here's the thing. I think when you, let's let's address the quarterback position first. Clearly, Baker Mayfield is hurt. There's no question about it. I think there's always been question whether Baker Mayfield can elevate a team. I'm, I'm in the camp that he cannot elevate a team. You can win with him, but he can't elevate a team to it to the next level. Um, the big problem with Cleveland is their defense. I mean, we, we've talked about all the names and the players that, that, that they have on the defense side of the football. They're not living up to that right now. There was expectation that this Cleveland Browns defense would be legit, and they're just far from it. And so when you got a team with the amount of injuries that are compromised on offense, combined with the fact that they are playing poorly on defense, and just look it within the division. Look what Baltimore is doing. Baltimore's had a lot of injuries. Has it stopped them? No. Okay. The Cincinnati Bengals are coming. So there's just not much time for the, the Cleveland Browns to get this thing turned around and rolling again because they got a team in their own division that are making things happen right now. You know, D. Wood, what I would add to that is this. I think Baltimore is, is built differently than than the Browns, and here's what I mean by that. Uh, you know, Baltimore's M.O. has always been, hey, we want to take you to the deep end and see if you can swim. That's defensively. 
offensively with this running game. Lamar Jackson, we're going to put so much pressure on you. Uh, and even with the most people on IR in football with 16, they are still dominating because their mentality is different. I think Cleveland's mentality is really simple. Hey, we're kind of the new kid on the block. We made a statement last year. Now we have expectations for really the first time in a long, long time. And I just think they approach the game differently. What I want to ask you is this. If and when Baker Mayfield gets healthy, okay, I agree with you. You can win with him. You can't win because of him. With that being said, if the parts around Baker are healthy, meaning the two tackles, they get the running backs, you get Jarvis and Odell, and they're rolling healthy going into November and December, where would you put Cleveland in the pantheon of the teams in the AFC? I, I think if Cleveland is right, I think they're one of the best teams in the AFC. I think they're one of the top teams in the AFC. Because here's what I know. Running games travel in the postseason. Okay? And they got the best duo backs in the National Football League. If those guys are right and they're healthy to go along with their offensive line, they're scary. They're scary. You get Jarvis Landry back into the mix, Jarvis Landry is a playmaker. They got to figure out Odell and, and, get, and getting him comfortable within that offense and, 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 you know, getting plays for him. My question, Boog, is defensively. Yeah. I, like, I need the Cleveland Browns defense to step up. If the Cleveland Browns defense can show any semblance of being able to step up, this Browns team, come the latter part of the year, they're going to be scary. Teams are not going to want to play them because they have a formula to win football games. So here's where I, I would rank the Browns issues, and we did this on Monday Night Countdown. I think issue number one that the Browns have um, is their health, okay, uh, getting healthy. I think issue number two is their defense. They've given up 42 points a game the last two games, if you look on average. And I think the last thing is Baker. So th- that tells me that they're bigger issues than the quarterback in Cleveland. But if you listen to a lot of people around the country, especially last week, even when Baker went 23 for 32 for 300 and they put up 42 points against the Chargers, well, they lost and he, he couldn't get it done with 90 seconds left in the game. I'm like, Baker put up 42 points. So I think the Browns have to get healthy first and foremost, D. Wood. And I think the defense led by, he's a good friend of mine, Joe Woods, they have to step it up. So I definitely agree with you. Here's what I'm going to say, Book. Here's what I'm going to say, and I actually said this about Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns before the season. I said that Baker Mayfield coming to the season, for him it's going gonna, it's gonna to have to be about moments. Is Baker Mayfield a good quarterback? Yes. I don't think anyone can dispute that. But if you're going to beat the elite quarterbacks in the postseason, and, Boog, you know this, it's about moments. It's about certain plays in a game where you got to have it. Can your quarterback rise to the occasion? Can your quarterback go blow for blow with the other superstar quarterback on the other side? And I just need to see from Baker those moments in games. He had, he had an opportunity against Kansas City. He, did, he, did, he threw an interception. If he can do that, the Cleveland Browns are going to be just as scary as any team in the AFC, in my opinion. 
D. Wood, awesome stuff as usual. Appreciate it, man. Thanks. Hey, I appreciate you guys. Damian Woody joining us on the Goodyear Hotline. Chris Carlin, Booger McFarlane, in for Greeny today, presented by Progressive Insurance, and all guests appear on the Goodyear Hotline. A fascinating other aspect of the Browns in 30 seconds. What if you could put the same type of rigor that the pro leagues use for players into your hiring process? Well, you can when you use ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter's technology finds qualified candidates for your open roles and proactively presents them to you, and you can invite your top choices to apply for your job. No wonder four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E-E-N-Y. But I really, I can't get over what's happened to Odell Beckham. And I, what do you I, mean? I just, he's not anywhere near the same player that he was a few years back. Really hasn't been since the Browns got him. And when you look at who he was in his first few years in the league, 35 touchdowns his first three seasons, compared to what he's been since he's been in Cleveland that, that's such a major disappointment and a major missing piece of the Browns' office, offense. Am I being too hard on him at this point? Uh, yes, because I think when healthy, he's the same player without the same production. Those so are two often, big words, though, when healthy. Yeah, uh, I completely agree, but that's all I can base it off of. I mean, he, mm-hmm. he can't, he, he's not like you. He can't be Superman when he's hurt. <laughs> um, so what I would say is this, is that, same player, still very explosive, still freaky, still must-see TV with the football in his hands. But the problem is he's in an offense that is centric, centrally focused on everything else but him. Meaning when they want to run the football, they need their wide receivers digging out safeties. When they want to throw the football, it's play action, it's levels concepts, um, it's slants, it's dig routes. They're not necessarily throwing the ball deep down the field on, on go routes. They're not trying to get him the ball on reverses or isolate him. He was the focal point of the passing game in New York with Eli Manning. When you're in Cleveland, the play action, uh, oftentimes that's the tight end, Jarvis Landry, one of the best slot receivers we've ever seen in this league. So he is not the focal point. And so what I would say is same player just doesn't fit in this offense if you're looking for the same production. Now, it doesn't mean – to piggyback off of what D. Wood said about moments. Can you have those moments from Odell where he gives you production like Devontae Adams? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Can he have a moment where he goes and gets seven for 140 and two tuds, and next thing we know, we're saying, hey, Odell's back. Yes, but he's not going to give you the consistent production week in and week out because they don't run their offense that way. The Cleveland Browns would rather run the football 57, 58% of the time and throw it the other 42, where I think the norm in the league right now is just the opposite. It is a fascinating situation in Cleveland. And look, there's no question you and D. are right. That run game absolutely travels when the postseason comes along. So we'll see how it plays out with the Browns and their offense, especially tonight without Baker Mayfield, Case Keenum getting the start this evening. We've got more on the Browns and Baker Mayfield in a moment. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry. 24-7 support, free access to product specialists, and 
experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. What does the future hold in Cleveland for Baker Mayfield? We discuss that next. Chris Carlin, Booger McFarlane in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. Greeny, the podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Look, if you're the Browns right now, are you thinking about Baker Mayfield long-term or not? Before I answer that, let me ask you a question. Mm. And I, and I don't mean to put you on the spot on radio, but that's the, the good thing about it. We can Go. do that. Yeah. Um, are you married? I am. Okay. When you committed to your bride long-term, what were the most important factors? Uh, that she was willing to. Um, that was well, that, that goes without saying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just because I knew what her personality was, and I knew I had an idea of what it would be like to live with her, and the fact that I absolutely could not imagine life without her at that point. I think that's a great point. You could not imagine life without her. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people in Cleveland, although they they are fascinated by Baker. They chose him number one overall because they feel like he was the best quarterback in that class. By the way, if you go back and look at that draft, Mm. not hindsight, but go back and look at it and regrade it based on, uh, based on what we knew then and not what we know now. I'm not so sure Baker still wouldn't be the first pick. Okay. Now, Hindsight. Even Josh Allen, you think? Well, because Josh Allen couldn't hit the side of a barn back then, dude. Yeah. Yeah. No, listen, I know, but if we can regrade it, I mean, if you knew now what you knew then. Correct. Yeah. Josh Allen would probably go number one. Right, right. The, the reason I bring up the relationship thing is, you know, when you marry somebody long-term and how we equate that to the NFL, I'm going to give Baker Mayfield a long-term deal, then I think you got to, you know, you can't envision life without him. And I think people in Cleveland are wondering what it would look like if they had Josh Allen, Deshaun Watson, what it would look like if they had a guy that we can win because of and not win with. And so that's the reason if it were me and if I have question marks about you, okay, that means I'm not fully sold. And so why would I pay you if I'm not fully sold? So regardless of what the market says, regardless of what's happening, Josh Allen has already got his big money extension. If I am the Cleveland Browns, I would not pay Baker Mayfield. And if Baker Mayfield is a realist, he, he knows he's not worth $40 million right now. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, can you come to some type of agreement in between? The agents will probably say no, but I think if you're Baker and you're, you know, kind of taking a little downtime between progressive commercials, Baker is probably going to look in the mirror and say, yeah, 
you know what, realistically, I'm probably worth about 30 right now. Although the agent will never let him sign for that. So that'll be the, that'll be the quandary in the offseason. Okay, so if you're the Browns, is it, do you think more about keeping Baker on even the franchise tag? Or do you start to look and get involved in the Watson discussion if that gets a little bit more clear this offseason, if it plays into the offseason? So here's what I would say. If Deshaun Watson makes it past the trade deadline and gets into the offseason, I think along with the Broncos and the Dolphins and the Eagles, you have other teams that are going to be involved. The Browns should be involved. The Browns have a 1-22, a 1-23. They also have a 4. You could put a package together, give two ones and a 4. And could you imagine? Could you imagine for a second with that offensive line, those running backs, OBJ, Jarvis Landry, and Deshaun Watson? Could you imagine it? I can't. Yeah, I can a, imagine. Yeah, as a as a as explosive as could be. And and look, the further we get away from seeing Watson play, the more you tend to forget about how good he is. It's I'm maybe it's unfair of me toward him. I'm having trouble getting past everything else right now. Yes, and and I can sense that in your voice. What I would just say is you have to continue to say based on what I know now. Yeah. Based on what I know now, civilly, he's going to have to rectify that situation. If it goes criminal, we got a whole different conversation. But based on what we know now, and I'm Miami, uh, I would make the deal, although I wouldn't sweeten the pot the way they were wanting early on with the five, uh, five, uh, excuse me, three picks and two players. I, I, I wouldn't do that. It is, it is absolutely fascinating to watch over the next week and a half if this gets done before the deadline. And another situation that is just bizarre that's playing out is in Philadelphia. But when is it going to get resolved? We discuss in moments. Greedy on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.